This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, with robberies against postal workers at epidemic levels, Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin implores the Justice Department to aggressively prosecute. NASA continues to struggle attempting to keep up with diversity in the federal workforce. And the Veterans Affairs Department sets its sights on finding permanent housing for 38,000 homeless veterans. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, April 26th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin is calling on the Postal Service and the Justice Department to address a spike in letter carriers getting robbed. Durbin is asking DOJ to aggressively prosecute criminals robbing USPS employees. Assaulting a letter carrier holds a maximum prison sentence of 10 years. The Postal Inspection Service reports armed robberies of letter carriers went from 36 incidents in 2018 to 154 cases in 2021. Despite undertaking several new initiatives, NASA's efforts to increase workforce diversity have not paid off. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. NASA has not made much progress in the number of women and people of color in its civilian workforce. The agency's Office of Inspector General finds that NASA's workforce demographics have largely flatlined over the past decade. Currently, women make up about 45% of the federal workforce overall, but just 35% of NASA's workforce. At the same time, people of color comprise about 40% of the federal government overall and just 30% of NASA. The contrast is even more distinct in NASA's senior-level positions. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The Department of Veterans Affairs is already meeting one of its goals to grow its health care workforce by the end of the fiscal year. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Veterans Health Administration has met its fiscal 2023 goal of increasing total employees in the health care system by 3 percent. VHA made over 27,000 external hires so far this fiscal year and grew its total workforce by more than 11,000 employees. Undersecretary for Health Sharif Elnahal says that's VHA's highest growth in more than 20 years. We are knocking last year out of the water in terms of hiring and retention performance. VHA remains more than halfway to its goal of hiring 52,000 external employees by the end of fiscal 2023. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Officials are sharing previously classified details about efforts to go after foreign hackers targeting multiple agencies. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday tells us more. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and U.S. Cyber Command's Cyber National Mission Force have forged a tight partnership in recent years. CISA recently helped three federal agencies ward off a cyber attack from foreign hackers and then shared information about those adversaries with the CNMF, who can target the hackers abroad. CISA's Eric Goldstein spoke more about those efforts at the RSA conference in San Francisco this week. This example of these three agencies, this is a model that we are working rapidly to scale. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Air Force's IT outsourcing initiative is about ready for takeoff. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. The Air Force's Enterprise IT as a Service, or ITES, program is finally freed from delays because of protests. The service emerged victorious after the Government Accountability Office yesterday denied all of the complaints by Periton. 
Paratime filed a protest with GAO after the Air Force awarded CACI a $5.7 billion contract last August to largely outsource the day-to-day management of the service's IT infrastructure. GAO says Paratime failed to support its claims of a conflict of interest from CACI hiring former Air Force executives or for how the service evaluated its bid. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The White House has nominated Army Vice Chief of Staff Randy George as the next Army Chief of Staff. He'll replace General James McConville, who plans to retire this summer. If confirmed by the Senate, George would lead the Army through a recruiting crisis that left it 15,000 soldiers short of its goal last year, with a projected shortfall again this year. George previously served as a senior military assistant to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. No word yet on when confirmation hearings will be scheduled. The Veterans Affairs Department has a goal of moving at least 38,000 veterans who are homeless into permanent housing by the end of the fiscal year. This would be 2,000 fewer than its 2022 goal. But at the same time, the agency will increase its goal to engage with 28,000 veterans who are unsheltered and provide them with complimentary services. This goal is a 10% increase over 2022. VA says the number of homeless veterans has fallen by 11 percent since 2020 and by more than 55 percent since 2010. In a move aimed at combating severe weather incidents due to climate change, the Army plans to install micro-power grids on all its installations by 2035. The Army currently has 28 operational microgrids, with nine more under construction and 18 in the design stage. The grids will allow for on-site power generation, controllable distribution systems, and energy storage. The Department of Homeland Security gets a new privacy chief. Mason Clutter was officially appointed to the chief privacy officer position this week after serving in an acting capacity for the past several months. She'll also serve as DHS's Chief Freedom of Information Act officer. Clutter replaces Lynn Parker Dupree, who stepped down as DHS's chief privacy officer earlier this year. Prior to joining DHS, Clutter held a variety of roles at the Privacy and Civil Liberties Oversight Board. Federal employees are pushing back against the Social Security Administration's response to the best places to work results after SSA took last place in the Partnership for Public Services rankings Agency leaders emailed staff to say changes are needed and that many of the persistent workforce problems come from a lack of resources and funding. The leaders credit employees for the public's positive rating of SSA as the second most trusted agency in the federal government. But some Social Security employees voice frustrations with the message from leadership and call for bigger changes to support the workforce as a whole. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, April 26, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.